0: Hello and welcome to Empty Your i I'm Cameron.
1: And I'm Dustin.
0: And today we're talking about Sleepy Hollow. Yeah,
1: the, the, uh, the uh, movie, not the TV show on the Fox. Mo- oh yeah, I forgot
0: <laughs> they made a TV show on Fox that's loosely... I mean, it's like, yeah, it's the legend of Sleepy Hollow. I think Hollow. it went
1: like four seasons, five seasons. Uh,
0: this is a spooky tale dating back to early 1900s late 1800s some shit like
1: that i think late 1800s the headless
0: horseman is what's the most famous thing that came out of it um tim burton directed well, the, the, the johnny ichabod depp crane. led
1: ichabod crane and the headless horseman is like an old legend
0: yeah from like the 1800s yeah right? this didn't early like 1900s yeah well that's what it takes place it, the reason why it's called sleepy hollow is because that whole tale takes place in Sleepy Hollow.
1: Yes, it does. Yes. So, in so this, they
0: just got inventive and named the fucking movie Sleepy Hollow instead of Ichabod Crane and the Tale of the, ho- the Headless Horseman because that's a fucking mouthful.
1: Well, the Disney cartoon was The Adventures of Ichabod Crane, and that's pretty catchy. That's no, pretty that's memorable. terrible. So, yeah, so Johnny Depp's Ichabod Crane, and he's... Uh, Wait,
0: Ichabod um, Crane isn't the Headless Horseman? No. Oh, no. Uh, we're no I'm a, just kidding a
1: Great start uh, So he's a police constable or an inspector In a larger city And he gets sent to Sleepy Hollow Because his advisors don't really like his bullshit Because he's like a super quirky Like science based Officer like, he's It's like, essentially hot fuzz <laughs> <kind> of, <laughs> It's gothic hot fuzz Nicholas
0: Angel is too good of a cop So they send him to somewhere where he can go Be a good cop and not in their hair you're right. It's they don't want to deal much. with this bullshit. He, so he I gets, never realized that until now. Oh my god, a hot foe is sleepy hollow.
1: He gets sent to Sleepy Hollow to investigate murders because his whole thing is like, we gotta use science to solve the murders. But at the same time, he's also like very squeamish and effeminate.
0: And where he was working was like, no, we need to ask God who did these murders. Well, and if he doesn't tell us, then, well, we're not solving
1: it. They, they fish the body. <laughs> the first time you see Johnny Depp, is he, they're fishing a body out of like the river, and they're like the police chief is like take him away, and Johnny Depp's like but we don't know the cause of death, and the the boss is like when you he find drowned. him in the river, the cause of death is drowning. It's son. the river. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and um, then Bruce Springsteen's "The River" played right after that, that scene. Do, no, oh god, okay.
1: no, no, unfortunately, couldn't get the rights. <laughs> No, the first scene in this movie, I remember so well from like the first time I saw this and on. I think I saw it when it came out. So I was like nine years old and uh, it starts with Martin Landau and he's like penning this confessional letter. And I remember like because the shots are like him stamping the wax seal to close it. and You see the family crest and then he's in his carriage and you start hearing things in the cornfields that they're driving through and then the headless horseman, like, crashes the carriage. You don't see anything, though.
0: He comes galloping in?
1: You don't, you don't, you never see him. You just oh, see the okay. reactions of Martin Landau. And then Martin Landau is, like, being chased through the the mazes of cornfields. Okay. And he winds up at a scarecrow. And then the camera comes from, like, horseman perspective. And he chops off Martin Landau's head. And, like, you just, you don't even see that. You just see blood splatter of the scarecrow. And it's super Tim Burton. Like, if you've if you've never seen this movie b- before, but you've seen every other Tim Burton movie, you'd be like, oh, "Okay, Tim Burton movie." But like as a kid, there's a
0: Danny Elfman score going on behind this.
1: Damn right, there's a Danny Elfman <laughs> score, and you're only seconds away from Johnny Depp popping up on screen. Yep. Uh, the only thing missing is. Helena Bottom Carter I believe I don't think she's in that. I don't
0: think they were married at the time were they
1: no I don't think they were but oh, there uh, you go so he gets sent there <laughs> that
0: answers that question
1: he gets sent to Sleepy Hollow to investigate these murders and he's like the whole town is like we'll tell you what's killing these people and he's like let's t- okay let's get fucking to the hear it." This. and he the whole town is like it's the Headless Horseman it's a ghost it's and a Headless Horseman like,
0: what I'm a man of science of yeah exactly he's like get out of here with this uh, he, you can't live without your head
1: Let alone commit
0: murders. He
1: meets Christina Ricci. Let
0: alone ride a horse.
1: And she's like early, like pagan witch, basically, where she's like casting all these like home remedies and spells. Yes, she is. So he's like, this might be her. Like this might be, and her boyfriend is played by Casper Van Dien. What? uh, Big. Big Casper Van Dien show here on uh, Q. Oh shit, I yeah, forgot he plays that. Brahms. And like, oh man, I forgot he was in this. Brahms' whole mission because he's just jealous of how Christina Ricci seems to Honestly, like Crane.
0: Casper Van Dien to me, dude, is just Starship Troopers. Like, I feel like that's the only movie he ever made.
1: Well. <laughs> You are sorely mistaken. I've got. Uh, so I no. looked up some Van Dien trivia about this movie too, because I knew we would. I knew you would be interested. Yeah. So I looked up. I got some good Brahms trivia coming later.
0: All oh, right. But it's just. It's a really. The composer Brahms.
1: No, that's his character in the movie. Oh okay. Um, but it's just it's a really good movie. Like I remember really liking. Well, because this is other.
0: historical fiction, right? This is based off a true story.
1: Yeah, there was a real Ichabod Crane. I mean, there was a real.
0: Like, Headless horseman.
1: Yes and no. I don't know how to, like, there was, like, so, like, the account of the Headless Horseman in this movie is that it was a Hessian soldier that was killed, and then someone took his skull, and whoever has his skull controls him, because they make a deal with the devil, basically. And so who the whole movie is, like, a mystery to find who has the skull and who's controlling the horseman to do this. And it's Glenn Dazer. Has the skull, right? Yes, exactly. He was like,
0: "I need your skull."
1: (laughs) I can't do a good enough impression, but yeah, that's exactly.
0: I want your skull,
1: and uh, it. it, So they based it off of that. But there was a real Hessian soldier, I guess, and I guess the, the story was his head got blown off by a cannon in war in like the Sleepy Hollow area. So it became this like urban legend. Okay. So it is based, but there was an actual Ichabod Crane. Yeah. So they kind of based it on that, and Tim Burton took that, and he also took like scenes and and shots from the Disney animated Adventures of Ichabod Crane. Okay. And like, paid homage to it in this movie because that is before this the most well known interpretation of the Headless Horseman. Legend. I didn't
0: know it. Did
1: you know Sleepy Hollow? Yeah. Yeah, see, you know one or the other.
0: But I didn't know the Disney thing. Yeah, the shit. Disney
1: one's awesome. It's on Disney Plus. Oh, cool. I won't watch it. No, uh, I didn't think you would. That's for the listeners.
0: That is for the listeners. Who've
1: probably all already seen it because they're cultured.
0: And they suck.
1: Um and it's just it's yeah, so it's like got that historical fiction aspect to it, and it's just it's reliably entertaining. Like, you know what I mean? Like you have movies like that where you're like, I can put this on, I can watch it, I can do shit and like have it on in the background. And I'm going to be entertained throughout, no matter how many times I've seen this movie.
0: No, definitely. Um, and I think a big part of that is Christina Ricci. Yeah,
1: she's fantastic.
0: Um, she's like a very interesting porcelain doll in this movie. <laughs> yeah, you. I can see that. There's
1: also I really like. There's a ton of Tim Burton. Um, Tim Burtonisms. That too, but like a ton of Tim Burton, like mainstay cast members like he gets michael goff out of retirement
0: oh so i have no idea who his mainstays are so
1: well okay johnny Depp. okay uh michael goff i believe is isn't it oh damn it i was wrong michael gambin um and like he has the dude who played commissioner gordon in his batman movies He's got Jeffrey Jones, who was in a few, but we're gonna just ignore him. Uh, Christopher Lee is in this one. Richard Griffith.
0: Jeffrey Jones, the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off slash child porn guy.
1: oh uh, yeah, that would be correct. Okay. Um, Ian Mc uh, McDiarmid, who was Ian McDiarmid. No, Ian Mc McDiarmid. D- McDiarmid. McDiarmid. He played uh emperor Emperor Palpatine. Oh, I think it's McDiarmid. Okay, yeah. Uh, so it's like it's a lot of people. Christopher Walken plays the headless horseman himself. Well, spoiler alert. Which, well, you see flashbacks to. How
0: he I know lost he's got that fucking razor see, yeah. teeth and shit. I would have really thought that he filed his teeth. Those, those were his actual he's teeth. He's
1: so menacing. Richie was movie.
0: also, by the way, Richie was like in the prime of her '90s alt film phase.
1: Yeah, yeah when she absolutely. did this,
0: like it's. I Woke Up Early the Day I Died, Desert Blue, 200 Cigarettes, No Vacancy, and then Sleepy Hollow. (laughs) No vacancy. (laughs) And then Sleepy Hollow. And then after that, she does the Moby Natural Blues video, where she's the
1: angel Mm -hmm. floating through the hallway. This catches Johnny Depp at a good time, too, because he's coming off of... Let's see, he's got Donnie Brasco in 97. He's got Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas in 98. Then couple really bad movies he's got the ninth gate with roman by by roman polanski he's got the astronaut's wife which he's in with that's rough
0: the astronaut's wife is rough
1: then this is the The astronaut's
0: wife is the uninteresting story of venom
1: yeah (laughs) if venom wasn't (laughs) like marvel comics venom yeah so then he goes sleepy hollow shock lot Ooh! Before night falls. He did shock a lot after Sleepy Hollow. Blow. So shock a lot
0: is the most fuckable Johnny Depp. I will say that right here, right now.
1: More so than like later. Oh, dude! Johnny more Depp? so
0: than Cry Baby.
1: Oh, Cry Baby! Like
0: shock a lot is the prime in between. It from Cry Baby to the later. Like if you want the perfect Johnny Depp, I think it comes. It down is for sure shock a lot. Shock a lot
1: or Don Juan de Marco. Ah, oh, it's shock a lot. So he does that. Hair's too long on Juan Marco. He does blow. He does from hell. <laughs> blow, so bad. Blow is terrible. From hell. From hell, that's, and then that's Pirates all right. of the Caribbean. And then he's just off from and there. And the <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean is like, okay, well, he's he's big time Johnny Depp now. Yeah. So that's what I really like about this this Johnny Depp performance in Sleepy Hollow is he's still like quirky, independent movie actor Johnny Depp so like he's he based i guess i was reading reading up on this movie i guess he based his performance on uh angela lansbury was his prime inspiration for his ichabod crane from uh murder she wrote Mm -hmm. and uh, that's cool (laughs) i guess he saw it in like early i don't know if he saw it because it said he had never watched this movie because he was embarrassed by his performance and I guess that's the case with a lot of his movies, where he just does not like watching. No himself. way, he was, he was not
0: independent guy. What I mean, did it was he just done? like Donny Brosco, Fear and Loathing. Those are both major productions
1: that were also like super indie movies that weren't really critically.
0: No, Fear and, and, Loathing and Loathing was no Fear and Loathing, for what it was, did well. It was a box office sensation. Uh, for what it was, it was. So it was Don, Donnie Brosco, yeah. Doesn't he get a, a a Academy Award nomination for Brosco? Doesn't he get like Best Supporting in that or some shit?
1: I don't think so. I let me check.
0: On oh, the Nick of Time,
1: that movie's pretty sick. In
0: '95, which is based off of a fucking
1: isn't that a John Grisham one? I don't think that is. No, Nick of Time is cool though because it's all real time.
0: Ah, like
1: like, he he gets no. It's an original screenplay, so he gets it. Like,
0: yeah, his like his indie is Benny and June. What's eating Gilbert Grape? Ed Wood, Dead Man. (laughs)
1: Like good.
0: Like ninety five, it stops being like indie darling and starts being like, oh, this guy is big time.
1: I know he was never nominated for an Oscar for Donny Brasco. Okay, I thought he was. His first Oscar nomination was Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: Wow, really?
1: Yeah. Captain Jack Sparrow. That's... So like you're catching Christina Ricci at her peak. You're catching Tim Burton right before he goes on a hot streak. You're director. catching
0: Depp going into his peak.
1: Exactly. You're catching Depp like, like about uh, to become one yeah. of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah but you've already missed the peak in terms of... Or no, you haven't yet, His chocolate is 2000. So you're about to get peak sexy, Johnny Depp.
0: Because, yeah, he does that below, like you said. Oh, God, Once Upon a Time in Mexico.
1: Yeah, not a good... No. Not a good... all. Uh, bad for everyone frequent. all around. Yeah.
0: Sometimes you look at people's IMDb's that you're like, I get that they're a superstar, supposedly, but when you look at this shit, you're like, how?
1: Who told you to do that? Yeah. Yeah
0: definitely there's a couple on his that
1: i look at and i'm like who was like you know what a good idea like
0: the ninth gate makes sense because it was before people
1: were really like roman Polanski's evil like right
0: don't do roman polanski movies like that i can see him being like it's
1: not a good movie
0: no it's not he's
1: a book dealer that's looking for a book on the devil or something and then he finds
0: the devil he finds hell
1: he finds hell and he finds the devil yeah
0: yeah and then i think it eats him
1: I think that's how it ends. Yeah. yeah. But, and that's about <laughs> as riveting as it is, is that summary right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But yeah, no, he really doesn't like become a superstar until Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: And that's why everyone was like, to me at Johnny least. 10? Yeah. Cause he, no one would have thought that he would become like one of the biggest, most bankable stars in the world.
0: But he's not though. He's Just not for really. the, those movies are bankable because they're a giant Disney production. But when you look at the shit that he did, like,
1: Secret Window, I think, made money.
0: Yeah. But then what? Finding Neverland?
1: Oscar nominated, but
0: That was a terrible fucking movie, though. It the Libertine.
1: And then <laughs> we get... Bad.
0: And then he goes back to his buddy.
1: Yeah, then he's like, hey, Tim.
0: He's like, Tim, save me. And he's like, well, I, I have this idea to remake. Tim Burton. Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. You're with us on MTV. I was going to try but then it <laughs> turned into Ronald Reagan so I stopped. Well, I have an idea. Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, see that even that was bad. Well, jelly beans. That's all. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he could say in the waning days of his life. Um Charlie and, chocolate <laughs> <factory>. <laughs> and uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory Corpse Bride and then he does the three um,
1: parts, two and three of parts, of the two and three.
0: And then Sweeney Todd
1: also gets, I think, Golden Globe nominated for Sweeney Todd.
0: Then Alice in Wonderland.
1: Public enemies.
0: Oh, no. He did the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. I forgot. He's one of the actors in that. Yeah. That's a bad movie. It is not a very good movie. It is a bad... That's a bummer that that's Heath Ledger's last movie.
1: It, no, Dark Knight is. That's, we'll just, we'll just <laughs> that.
0: that's fair. Okay. Uh,
1: no, Public Enemies was okay. No, Public Enemies be, was trash. It tried too hard to be but, heat. Uh, Yeah.
0: <laughs> heat in 1927. Exactly. Uh...
1: The Tourist is terrible Fucking
0: bad There's a really good uh, How did this get made on The Tourist there That I really recommend good. everyone listening to Rango is very good Rango in retrospect is legit I did not like it when I watched it When it came out mm-hmm. But it is pretty dope
1: Yeah going through his uh, So uh, his
0: then debate. he reprises Hunter S. Thompson In The Rum Diary in 2011 And um, that's a real shitty movie
1: I never saw it. It's actually. really
0: fucking bad, and it was like one of the last things that him and Hunter like were like, "Yeah, let's do this," <laughs> and it just backfired big time. But he's kind of got a shitty acting career, and so does Tim, like Tim Burton has a shitty directing career too. But like and that's one their- thing I've just never understood of like why they're so idolized and.
1: Put on this pedestal. When they're on, they're on. Yeah,
0: but okay. Tim Burton hasn't been on since 1994.
1: Well, this was 1999.
0: Oh so. yeah, sorry, I forgot that we're looking at this movie as a good movie now.
1: Well, yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, it's yeah. So you're catching all these people in like such interesting parts of their careers. His
0: performance in this movie is like Pee-wee Herman became a detective.
1: That's what I'm saying. It's
0: not good. It's fantastic. It is not good. I'm piecing this together again now because you watched this movie. I didn't watch this movie. And it's all slowly coming together because I get this and From Hell mixed up because From Mm -hmm. Hell, he's an opium addled detective. Yeah. And that one, at least you get a little like turmoil. Yeah. And it's it's an Alan Moore. Like it's based off Alan Moore's comic book more so than it is like the story of Jack the Ripper. Because in From Hell, the comic book is positing more that it was a, um, a royal doctor. Right, was, yeah, Jack the Ripper was. That was a royal doing this doctor. shit, that was killing people, uh, slaughtering people. Um, I like From Hell a lot, and I think he has a better performance than that. I don't like it a lot, but I like From Hell more than this. <laughs> and I think his performance is better than that because okay. for some reason he can play, and maybe it's because Johnny Depp does a lot of drugs. But uh he can play people who do drugs a lot better than like just having to act normal, like act like a person. Like he yeah. can act high better than like having to act. And like that's why this one is it's like Pee Wee Herman became a detective. Oh, and see, it's I wouldn't like, go that far. I think it's it's like it's like gothic Pee Wee's big adventure. And okay. the bike is a headless horseman.
1: Um so I guess that's a good segue. Um <laughs> <laughs> I wanted because Tim Burton and Johnny Depp have been together on eight movies. Eight. With ranging.
0: Seven shitty films.
1: With ranging results. So I want to ask you give me a 1 to 10 rating on each one as I go through. Oh, okay? fuck. Fine. So their first collaboration, 1990.
0: Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. A 1 to 10. 1 to 10. 7.
1: Okay. Ed Wood. 10. Sleepy Hollow.
0: Six. Five. Five.
1: Okay. We're about to go off the rails here. Yeah. So that was 99. 2005. Uh, Charlie to... and the Chocolate Factory. One. 2005. Corpse Bride. One. 2007. Sweeney Todd.
0: Five.
1: Really? I didn't have you back as a Sweetie <laughs> Todd kind of fellow. I'm not a
0: Sweetie Todd kind of fellow, but um, Borat, fuck. Sasha Sacha Baron, Baron Cohen is phenomenal in that movie, he and really he's good. getting the five. Okay. And Helen Obama Carter. I don't he's know anxious. where I – like. I really like her as an actress, but her face makes me mad, and I know that's like kind of what her parts are supposed to do, but yeah.
1: Alice in Wonderland.
0: 2010. One. Actually, give me that one and Charlie and the Chac- Chocolate Factory. And make them a negative one.
1: Okay. And then 2012, Dark Shadows. Zero. Dark Shadows is probably my least favorite collaboration for it, them. It is so bad.
0: It's bad, but at least it's not like desecrating the memory and corpse of like your childhood favorites.
1: Oh, you're saying uh-
0: Alice in Wonderland and Charlie and the factory-, yeah. Charlie factory, like taking things that are so magical and like wholehearted mm-hmm. and can have dark elements and sinister elements. And just like, I don't know, focusing on those dark and sinister elements and taking away all the magic and taking away any personality or style and making it the fucking Tim Burton style, which is, like, it was cool for, like, five years. <laughs> but I, it just wears on you. And by, it's, like, 2005, it was like, okay, can you do something different?
1: It's, it's like weird to me, too. I can't believe that they haven't done anything together since 2012. That's uh, that's surprising.
0: Um, but I don't know. Okay, so there's this one thing with movie directors where unlike musicians we are totally okay with them just doing the same thing over and over again like whereas music we want music to like change mm-hmm. like we give radiohead so much credit from going from like i don't know proto brit pop to being like at the forefront of electronica music and kind of creating their own avenue from kid a on but like movie directors i we just kind of like we give them this pass where it's like oh that's their style that's just how they do things and it's like well shouldn't they be able to like step out of that mold and like do something different like that's kind of like um like who does who has done that is a uh, children of men director
1: oh alfonso Coron. Coron, yeah, yeah. cuz like he did
0: gravity right mhm he did gravity he did um children of men he did what else? He did. Didn't he do Roma?
1: He did Roma. He did The Revenant. No, yeah, Alejandro Inarritu did. Yeah, he did The Revenant. But uh, he Corante did Roma. Harry Potter movie. Yeah, he,
0: yeah, he did. Um, but those are all so different and different styles and different like movies. Yeah, but it's like Tim true. Burton's movies are all the fucking same. And it he had this quirky style that he like was working on in the early 90s like what you see it in Batman Mm -hmm. you get it in Ed Wood and Edward Scissorhands like Edward Scissorhands is the prime example of his style and then he kind of tries to (sighs) alter it and change it Edward
1: Scissorhands I like a lot and it's I think it's the movie that lends itself best to his style too yeah it's like dark but it's whimsical
0: he is wholly obsessed with Art Deco, the 1950s and 60s.
1: He's like, if you. And death. If those pants from Hot Topic that had all the chains on them were made in 1955. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because, no, he loves like 50s style and Art Deco style. Oh, yeah. And everything. And I don't know. Like, I just feel like he's been given this pass and seen as this visionary genius for a movie that he didn't make. I think he rides high on the Nightmare Before Christmas, and it's like he didn't even make that. He didn't. It was an idea, but mm-hmm. the person he who wrote it and directed it was not him. And but he's just kind of adapted what that movie was throughout his movies from then, right? Um, but I, I don't know. Like I just feel like both of them are given an excuse, and it's just like oh, you know, especially Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is just like oh, well, he's hot. It's okay. <laughs> he can have a majority of shitty movies on his fucking IMDB, but it's okay because he's hot and he's Johnny Depp and he made those Pirates movies, which are bad. Which are all bad.
1: so <laughs> Like,
0: all those Pirates movies are fucking terrible. So
1: before we get out of here, I wanted to go over a little bit of trivia on this movie. There's actually a lot. IMDB has 125 things listed. The fuck? Yeah, we're not going to go through all of that, but I didn't realize there was that oh, much. fuck it. Let's do it. I didn't realize there was that much Sleepy Hollow movie, movie <laughs> trivia. uh, Well, craft
0: services really they had ham sandwiches one day and then turkey sandwiches the next.
1: um, So Johnny Depp was not good at riding horses, I guess, which is something he has to do a lot in this movie.
0: Yeah, that's like a learned thing.
1: he learned that the horse that he was using was going to be put down. So he adopted He saved the horse? He saved the horse.
0: Aw. He is... Johnny Depp seemingly is a good person. He really seems like a good person, yeah. And there was that whole Amber Heard thing for a second where everyone was like, Oh, Johnny Depp's a piece of shit. And then you find out it's like she was beating him. Yeah. Like relentlessly. Beating
1: him and like Bit off, cut off a piece of his finger or like bit it off or something. something. Yeah. Yeah. Really horrible. That
0: shit was crazy. So now I kind of feel bad. I, I don't. I I'm just saying his 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 picks and movie choice. Like It doesn't matter. The dude's a fucking millionaire. But at the
1: same time, too, he also, like, you can tell he's a good person. Yeah. But then you always see him in character visiting kids in hospitals. Yeah. And
0: And him and Hunter S. Thompson were really good friends. Yeah. And Hunter S. Thompson is, like, the whole reason why I wanted to get into journalism.
1: Uh, So Johnny Depp initially found... And (laughs) drugs. Found the idea of Christina Ricci being his love interest to be very odd because he's known her since she was nine years old. Oh, wow. I didn't realize they'd been friends that long, but it makes sense because she did Adam's family and stuff.
0: Yeah. So she would
1: have been in the public eye by that point.
0: Was Adam's family Tim Burton? No. No, it wasn't.
1: No, it wasn't. All right, here we go. (laughs) Let's get into Casper Van Dien here. Um, (laughs) Rico? Yeah, let's get into Johnny Rico. Rico! Rico! At the start of filming a three-way axe battle with Johnny Depp. Oh, a three-way axe <gasps> battle. Johnny Depp, Casper Van Dien, and Ray Park, who was doing the stunt work as the Headless Horseman.
0: Oh, motherfucking Darth Maul himself, Darth right? Darth Maul himself. Yeah.
1: The only stuntman in Hollywood for seemingly five years from 2009 yeah. to 2005.
0: Yeah. It's like Andy Circus.
1: Yeah. You need a <laughs> mocap guy? Yeah. Call Andy. Uh, so here we go. You
0: need a gorilla? You need a golem? Call Van a circus. Dien
1: Broke the index finger on his left hand early on in filming. Oh, fuck that. Although it was extremely painful, he didn't want his part cut shorter, so he just went through it and didn't tell anyone that it was broken. Damn. He was like, I'll keep going. I'll what use it. What a man. I'll use it.
0: Oh, so strong.
1: He also, this was the other thing I had. That's on, some
0: weak-ass shit.
1: And I'm like, really curious about this. It says he he gained 30 pounds of weight. To play Brom,
0: Look, I broke my foot once. Like, broke that shit. And had a delivery driver job. And I still kept doing that delivery driver job with that broken foot. It's a little baby bitch with his little broken finger. I don't want it. That's stupid.
1: It's Johnny Rico, man. I'm just saying he didn't want to his part cut. And he was so serious and committed to it. He gained 30 pounds. Brahm's is in the movie for like 15 minutes and he gets cut in half.
0: Wait. <laughs> like,. So, you mean to tell me this actor who had to keep himself fit and trim for most of his movies had an opportunity to get a little chubby, and he took it? Yeah. Wow. Incredible. What method acting?
1: Ichabod uh, Crane's mother in the flashbacks was played by Tim Burton's girlfriend at the time, Lisa Marie Smith. Do you want to take a guess at actors? Oh, Tim
0: Burton's girlfriend at the time? Yeah. Oh, for dude, mother got mixed up because he played whose mother
1: she played Ichabod Crane's mother
0: okay yeah because that got mixed up in my head for a second and I thought I thought we were that maybe before he was married to Helen Obama Carter he was dating his mom I don't know That is just it's okay that confused me
1: it's it's probably because you don't listen but (laughs) (laughs) I fade in and out yeah you got your moments yeah. No, I think it's funny though that his girlfriend at the time was Lisa Marie Smith and then he marries Helena Bonham Carter. He just loves those three-name women. I like that Lincoln JFK connection. What? John Wilkes Booth and uh Lee Harvey Oswald.
0: Oh, the three names. killed by people with three names. Oh, yeah, oh okay, just, I see. Throwaway joke. Anyways, I'm I thought genuine. Oh, I thought like Mary Todd Lincoln and No, oh, yeah. Uh um, Jacqueline O'Nassis were cousins or so, I don't know. So distant, long lost, cousin, you know, Johnny great, Depp great cousins was
1: always the studio's first choice to be Ichabod Crane. Makes sense, but they wanted like to reach out to other Steve actors Steve Harvey. Do you want to guess <laughs> other actors considered for Ichabod?
0: Well, it had to have been one of the original kings of comedy. So it's either Bernie Mac, Steve Harvey, Cedric the Entertainer, D.L. Hooghly, Which one?
1: I'm sorry to say, it was none of them. Really cracking yourself up over there? Who was it? Liam Neeson. Brad Pitt. Liam Neeson makes sense. And Daniel Day-Lewis were all considered. What? Could you imagine Tim Burton directing Daniel Day-Lewis? That
0: would have been third? that shit right there.
1: Daniel lived on the set for six <laughs> months in preparation and hung out with headless corpses <laughs> to get an idea for how they behaved. He then learned paganism. Yeah. And can cast spells now. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I can't imagine. That's
0: insane.
1: He's so intense for
0: like a Tim Burton. Movie. It's always funny those ones where like you read stuff like that and you're like, that's a studio exec who is like, oh yeah, we can get him. We're just going to be huge smash. Because he's already won an Oscar for My Left Foot by then, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oscar winner Daniel Day Lewis, one of the most renowned method actors and they're like calm up yeah sleepy our our ridiculous mtv
1: movie award winner i believe (laughs) all right i have one more and this one is incredible
0: they actually removed christopher walken's head
1: they had and put it back on they had to film five minutes at a time yeah so they could get the head back on no um there was one actor before Christopher Walken that was that was wanted to play the headless horseman. Gary Busey? No. Fuck. Think Clout. It's the most unexpected name that I could have possibly. Gene Hackman? Of. No. I'm I'm telling you. Cedric the. <laughs> Dl Hughley, Bernie Max, Steve Harvey. Larry the Cable Guy? Was it? Whoa,
0: do not bring the rednecks, the redneck comedy tour into this. It's a blue collar. <laughs> Whatever. Guy. I don't care. I don't, that's bullshit garbage.
1: Okay. Do you want to guess? You Rip off of the
0: original Kings of Comedy.
1: Any other guesses or no? No. Marlon Brando was the first choice to play the Headless Horseman. When did he
0: die? That was like two thousand one, didn't he? Yes. yes, yeah. Cause he's his last role is the score, which I think is ninety-nine, two thousand. I think it's early two thousand. Yeah,
1: with uh De Niro, De Niro and Norton. Norton. Right? Norton. Yeah, yeah, Edward Norton. Uh so just Marlon Brando as the horseman. He was big at this point. Like I can't. <laughs> dude, picture, so big. I can't picture big Marlon Brando. <laughs> that dude was so fat on at a this horse, point. Like sweating profusely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I will lose your head. <laughs> <laughs> I will wake you up with a kind couple of for uh, your head. Slow down. And then. My horse can't handle my weight.
1: Okay, I have one more here. I, I said that was the last one because that was a strong one to end Oh. No, but this one's pretty good too the horror. Johnny Depp had heard that Ichabod Crane was considered unattractive in his time, so he wanted to add prosthetics to his face to be more in line with the book version of Ichabod Crane. But Tim Burton decided against it, feeling that Ichabod's quirky personality is what made him unattractive. That
0: Pee Wee Herman detective (laughs) bullshit that he was
1: doing? I just think it's so funny that Tim Burton, of all people, would be like... That quirky shit's really ugly. I'm gonna go make a career for forty years doing quirky shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, that's yeah. So that's all. I thought it was just kind of interesting. Uh, but that's all I have for for trivia on this movie. Wow, that's incredible, though. That of uh, the the most quirky fucking director, the most quirky directing acting combination, and his note to Johnny Depp: yeah. just be quirkier because it's unattractive as hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you don't need any prosthetics to ugly you oh, up. That's because, fantastic because you doing this weird stuff's already going to be ugly enough. <laughs> but this movie is on Netflix. It's like an hour and a half long, I think. If you have not seen it. Um, I tried to avoid going full spoilers here But it's really good It's a very good early Tim Burton movie
0: Yeah because there's a twist in the end
1: Yeah there's like It's like a really legitimate like, Legitimately entertaining whodunit Where you're trying to figure out who has the head And there's like a lot of twists throughout it It's a lot of unexpected stuff It's really It's easy now to look back and be like Well Tim Burton's just doing Tim Burton but because he had only, I think, done one other R-rated movie, which was *Ed Wood*, not very bloody, like to watch him direct scenes like be there's is so *Ed Wood* many, R. Yeah, I thought there's it was PG-13. So many beheadings in this movie.
0: Yeah, heads and go like, choppy choppy. And
1: they're always pretty sweet. Like it's pretty graphic. Like it's not like the first one is more like hinted at because they you want to build the tension, but like everything. Don't else,
0: they put the head on the scarecrow?
1: I think, yeah.
0: Isn't the head yeah, on, yeah. like, on the scarecrow in At the
1: morning? One, point, one of the heads is on, yeah. Yeah. But it, um, it's just it's really cool. It's really well shot. It's really, it's the Tim Burton aesthetic, but it's before the Tim Burton aesthetic was fully known as the Tim Burton aesthetic. Uh, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, he did the other movie, like, Edward Beetlejuice,
0: James, Juice, Edward, Edward Scissorhands, yeah. Batman, Edward.
1: But <laughs> I, I just, I really, I can't recommend it enough. I think that. It's a forgotten Tim Burton, Johnny Depp gem for both of them. I think it's probably one of the top two or three that they did together. But I think like when you're thinking of both, you don't think Sleepy Hollow.
0: No, no. I guess it's a just, really long winded way to say that. It's but just, they just the shitty ones come to mind first. Exactly. Yeah. And we need to change that. Sleepy Hollow 2020.
1: It starts here. Sleepy Hollow. Um, yeah. So check it out on Netflix. Do you have any parting thoughts? No. Does Marlon Brando want to plug our stuff? <laughs> Is he here? Can we get him? Did he leave yet?
0: <laughs> I think I think we can. Let me let me grab Marlon real quick. You can find us at hefferbrew.com at heiferbrew on Instagram. At Heiferbrew on Twitter. You could also go to Heiferbrew on Facebook. Because we're going to make it an offer you can't refuse. You're an errand boy sent by grocery cooks to collect a bill.
1: That cost $50,000. Thank you, Marlon. Thank you guys for listening.
0: The ghost of Marlon Brando.
1: It, he has a high appearance fee. He
0: does, yeah. Ghost, ghost fees. It's not like US dollars. It's these ectoplasm dollars.
1: Well, it's really a, hard
0: to come across.
1: He saw a donut on the counter and was like, I'll take the donut. Yeah. Like, uh,
0: okay. Oh, thanks for the donut, guys.
1: Uh, so th- yeah, All right, thank Marlon. You. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you, Marlon Brandon. You can go now. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we will be back. I'm uh, a headless then. horseman. I'm coming for your
0: head.